0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost, the joy of junk journals. Welcome, welcome. Uh, okay, today recording to you from the, our local park, and watching squirrels, and all that kind of stuff, and uh, Sonny is at home today, he had a bath, and um, he's hanging out with Papa up in the, up in Papa's office, because uh, Mama here has to do some errands, and little places puppy can't go, so, yep, I'm out on my own, all by myself, sitting in the park, looking around, and a lot of other people here in the park, but... um uh, so today, I thought we'd meander down the path of design concepts and designing when you are doing your journal. And I came across this one that I had squiggled down on my idea list, and it's um, Design, the eye goes towards the odd man out. And if you're ever stuck on a journal page, this is a great default thing to go to or, or just use in your design. Um, let's say you have a blank page and you put one thing on it. Well, your eye is going to go to that one thing. Why? Because in essence, it's the odd man out. Now, if you put... Um, because the rest of the page is white, being all white together or being cream or whatever color it is. and um, But let's take the same circumstance. Let's say you put, you covered a page with postage stamps, and they're all different colors, and it's um, all collage, and very beautiful, and very picturesque, but you put one single solitary piece of paper with a a lone number stamped on it, and what would stand out? It would be that lone number. So just remember that that odd man out will stand out. Now, why is that important? It creates a focal point, and um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say this is always a mission for every page, but it is nice if, if uh, you want to add a little layer of design or something like that into a page, um, creating a focal point. And um, you can do this by um, increasing or decreasing your background, or you can do this by increasing or decreasing the amplitude or the volume of your focal point. Let's uh, think of journal covers, for example. Journal covers are excellent examples of where we um, often like to place focal points. Sometimes we'll take a pretty picture and we'll layer it behind, uh, uh, layer it up with cheesecloth and lace and um, other papers, maybe music papers and that. And we'll make a little nest with the focal point in the center. And then plop, we'll plop it on the front of the page. It's um, a fun... It's, easy way to approach doing a focal point. Um, of course it's not the only way to do a journal and you do not have to have a focal point on your journal. You could just paint, um, the front of your journal blue and that could be it. Or you could, um, um, another idea for a focal point might just be, uh, stamping the word journal on the front of your, uh, plain journal cover. Um, and there's no really rhyme or reason as to how much, stuff should be on a page or on a journal cover. You can have a lot, you can have a little, and it's all good. I would say um, do what you're inspired to do. Do what your um, your creative soul is tickling you to do, and go down that little rabbit path and just have fun with it. And um, even if you're doing a themed journal, you can have some pages that are more heavily decorated than others and some pages that are lightly decorated, but you can still use the odd man out or the focal point concepts as, um, launching pads. That's really all they are launching pads. Um, you can make a focal point that's interactive. Maybe it is a flip and the actual focal point is underneath the, um, the, uh, obscuring flip. So something like that to be discovered and only if the person um, pulls a tab or lifts a a flap or does something like that will they ever discover that focal point so that's kind of a fun thing to do Um, another concept in design which is used a lot is the power of three if you divide if you put three items on a page for some reason we like the brain likes it more than two or one or four. It it likes three, <laughs> uh, and it probably it likes the odd numbers. I think that's it's always looking for uh, what's different, what's unique. And your brain is wired to explore for danger, for the oddity, what doesn't look right. And I think I'm just assuming here, but I'm thinking that maybe why we tend to notice the odd numbers and things like that because it just makes us. We have a heightened sense of awareness around it. Like, oh, look at that. That's a little different than the normal. What I was expecting. Look at over there. The, my eye is being drawn to that corner of the page. It's it's, it's beckoning me to look over there. Um, it may be friend. It may be foe. Often in the journal world, it's just friend. <laughs> but um, it doesn't mean that your brain is going to w- operate differently. It may still run down those evolutionary pathways of looking for something different and identifying it as Good or not good, safe or not safe, or um, danger or not danger, or just um, eye candies, just something beautiful uh, to observe and notice and explore with your mind's eye. Um, Another thing that you can do with the power of three uh, or thirds, if you will, is you can divide your page into thirds and you could put different things in the thirds of the page. And these thirds can go horizontal or they can be laid out vertically. Um, painters often do this. They do foreground, mid-ground background for paintings to, to give yourself a launching pad, to give yourself uh, the perception of depth, um, to take you into the picture. Um, you travel into the picture through the different layers. And, um, but it doesn't have to be paint and it doesn't have to be foreground, mid-ground background. You could be playing with, um, fabric and you could just be collaging fabric onto a page and maybe you just want to divide it into thirds and put three different sections. Um, you could even go diagonally three different sections. I mean there's no or a big giant circle almost like a target a bullseye target idea where you have three different uh, rings uh, to pull you in to the um, the center. Um, so a lot of different ways that you can play with concepts and I invite you to try some of these if you're stuck on a page and you don't know what to do. Pull out one of these crazy little kooky ideas and uh, see where it takes you. You just never knew. You never knew. Um, let's say you're rubber stamping and you're all excited. You finally broke out the, the, the distress inks you've had for years and you've got some leaf rubber stamps and you're setting up. It's already July. You're making your autumn journals already. You're so excited. and. Um, Uh, You can take one little leaf stamp and put three little leaves in a corner of a page and automatically the page looks amazing. I don't know what it is, just like amazing. Um, Or you could put um, uh, three leaves, one each of a different color uh, and a leveling up, extra amazing. Or you could take one leaf stamp and color it with three different colors and get a rainbow effect on a one leaf in a corner. Um, You can also do um, the corners of a page. Uh, like the top and the bottom, um, which is only two, but you could put a, a one in the, as you're coming down the edge of the page, in the in the center, so it's off to the right, say we're looking at the right side page, and it's in the center on the right, so we have one, two, three leaves going down the center, and that gives the eye something to focus on, something to look at. Those leaves are separated, but together, because they're all aligned on the right side of the page, they are, your eye is drawn that way. Um, If you put things around the page, your eye will go from one point to the other. Let's say if you have the same leaf stamp and you put um, one at the top corner, one at the bottom corner, and then one on the in, like where the spine is, one on the inside corner uh, at the bottom, and one on the inside corner at the top where the spine is, um, all of a sudden, oh, I think I see a loose running dog. Yep. And there goes another one. I think they are in... Oh, are they outside the doggy fat? No, they are inside the doggy, the doggy place. Okay, that's all right. Everything's fine. And um, I always try and stay alert for other people's dogs that got away because I'm always, uh, you know, <laughs> I've had a few pups get away in my day and other people have come to the rescue and it's really, really, really helped. Um, so... Um, Yeah, so you can... Now your eye, if you're looking at the four things, like basically one stamp in each corner, your eye will ping-pong back and forth between the four things, and it will create a frame in your mind, and you will take the whole page as your focal point. Now you can still go ahead and put something in the middle, but it's just a way of training the eye to go to the place where you want it to go. Um, Well, there was another idea I wanted to... Oh, now let's say... You have a case of ugly page. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know, that one that just didn't go as planned. Um, you had grand, like thoughts or dreams of grandeur for this page. And somehow when you put that, I don't know, purple paint and the uh, uh, green paint down, everything went brown and it just didn't work out the way you had planned or um, it just looks at what I would call stale or not fun enough or Um, boring or whatever it is. It's just not, it's not ringing your heartstrings, you know? And this is an excellent opportunity. This is one of those launching pads in life where basically you have carte blanche. You can tear that paper out of your book, which will also probably make you lose the other side of the paper on the other side of the signature. Just be aware of that. Or you can, one of our master uh, tricks in crafting, you can cover it up that's right or you can use it as a background and just add more to it and then put a focal point right on top of everything totally can be done sometimes um, a little bit of paint um, a little bit of gelato a little bit of um, you know whatever you have around you Um, maybe you've got some scraps and you want to just layer them down over the whole page and uh, call it a day or maybe you want to put a focal point on top of those scraps that you laid down and voila your page is saved and uh, it's kind of fun and adventurous to go down those because you start training yourself to see at the possibility in everything. And um, then it's not going to be hard to fill up a journal. A lot of people feel like, okay, I made the journal and it's looking awfully empty. Now, first of all, I'd like to say that there's nothing wrong with a purely empty journal. I call them writing journals or blank journals, or some people call them naked journals. Uh, and, you know, if you give it as a gift or you keep it for yourself, odds are um, <clears throat> it's a great utilitarian style journal. Um, you're going to, I use blank journals all the time for my day to day crafting as I go. I keep, I'm looking at one right now. I have, what do I have in here? I have sections. I have made little uh, cloth, fabric, paper, uh, page tabs, um, video ideas, digi kid ideas podcast ideas, uh, journal ideas, um, weekly challenge ideas. What else we got? What's that? Oh, monthly challenge ideas. (laughs) It's bad when you can't read your page steps. Newsletter tips. And the last one did I name? Oh, it's a blank. So it's kind of like a random free for all back there. Just uh, in in case I came up with other ideas that I couldn't categorize. (laughs) Other, I could call it other Um, but yes, so, uh, if you are stuck in redesign, um, you know, Armageddon with the ugly page, just know that there are things that can be done. You have paints and paper and fabric and stickers and other colors. You can paint the whole page white and start again and maybe make a texture page. Maybe you don't like the way all the colors are going together, but if you painted the whole thing, it might look pretty cool and feel pretty cool also i invite you to um use the tools that you're drawn to um that you're excited or you're pulled towards Um, if you love working with lace work with lace if you love inking ink if you love stamping stamp um there are so many different ways that we can play inside our junk journals. And um, be brave. And uh, every once in a while, try something that you're not either familiar with, is new to you, uh, or you tried it before and you thought, meh, it's not for me. Um, But maybe I didn't give it a full shot. Maybe I didn't fully understand how the tool worked. Uh, For example, I see so many people including myself, I have been there, Uh, give up on the Crocodile 2 Big Bite tool because uh, it just seems complicated and it never quite works or the eyelet didn't set right or I have no idea how to get the hole to punch exactly where I want. And um, uh, uh, I think if you sit down with a couple of YouTube videos and you watch somebody actually, hello squirrel, I see you looking at me. You're staring me down, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not after your nuts. I know you have them buried there. I promise I will not touch them. I promise. Um, he's so cute. And, uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just, um, you're totally... <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> I've been squirreled by a squirrel. Oh, Lord, Lordy me. But, um... Uh, just, uh, Oh, the crocodile too big bite. Yeah. A lot of people get thrown by it. Watch a couple YouTube videos on it and you'll be off and running and, and it'll be, Oh, Oh, okay. Now I get it. And honestly, I have not mastered the thing. I'm sure it can do things. I have no idea that it can do, but I found a couple basic things about it that I learned to do. I figured out how to work the eyelet setter one way (laughs) and I figured out how to punch the holes. And once I figured that out, then everything was okay. Oh, one tip I would recommend if you if you do have the Cropodile 2 Big Bite uh, Puncher, I would definitely buy 3 16ths or one eighth eyelets because then they will always fit in your machine. If you buy other sizes, they may or may not work. There may be adaptability to it in the front um, with the eyelet squasher, but I know that my holes will accommodate um, what I'm trying to push my eyelet through. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so something to think about. Nothing worse than when you you uh, punch a hole and you put the eyelet in and the eyelet is too big to get through the hole. So then you're thinking, oh, I got to go in and punch another hole, but it's going to be weird. And then the eyelet might fall through and ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. you know how it goes, you know, you know. Um, so yeah, so there's lots of things to think about when it comes to design. Um, another design concept that might help guide you is it's okay to have everything muted and neutral and creams and vanillas and soft and, and, uh, or absence of color. Um, it's okay to do black and white journals. It's okay to do completely red journals. Um, it is okay to do anything that you want to do in your journal. Um, it's a place of imagination and it's your place to let your imagination run free just let it off the leash and let it go and just see where it takes you and uh, you might surprise yourself and you might go down some rabbit holes that uh, can be a lot of fun I encourage you to try um, different mediums if you haven't tried them before Um, you've never tried watercolor go get some inexpensive watercolor from the Dollar Tree Um, and I would say maybe get yourself a decent brush uh, the, the kids' watercolor brushes are really bad. I mean, I don't think anybody can uh, paint anything with those. But if you can find yourself like a halfway decent brush and... Um, what are those brushes called? i I got to find the name of that brush. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Okay, if I had to pick only one brush to buy for watercolor and I could never buy another brush, it would be the brush called the Quill Brush. And I think it's a Japanese possibly Chinese origin I'm thinking Japanese though but basically fat brush at the base and it kind of graduates down to a fine point but because of that you have a lot of variability a lot of range of the different kind of marks you can make with it depending on the way you push the brush down on the page or lightly you can make thin lines you can make fat lines you can make things that look like leaves I don't know, I found um, a lot of uh, variety in using that brush and I tend to gravitate towards that brush a lot when I'm making these abstract, impressionistic little flowers and butterflies and leaves, which are so much fun to do in a junk journal. Or you can just uh, paint a couple leaves on a uh, page. Uh, make sure that you don't use a lot of heavy water. You go for more pigment, less water, so it doesn't completely saturate and wrinkle your page. Um, but if you kind of keep it a little, like, dry brushing almost, but with a little bit moisture so you can move the pigment a little bit, because you might be using papers that are not technically watercolor paper, um, you can have a lot of fun and, and really give your journal some personal appeal. It's going to look fabulous, um, thank goodness for the impressionistic style and... Um, uh, you know, it sort of looks like a leaf and it's, it gives the impression of a flower and it was intended that way. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe we were actually going for it. We really wanted it to look like a flower, but it didn't come out that way. Okay. And remember, remember it is is non-committal because what do we do if it doesn't work out? we uh, cover it up. <laughs> we either add to it. Uh, maybe we create, um, an elephant out of that flower because it happens to look more like an elephant at this point. We don't know why, but we just roll with it. And, uh, actually that was one of my, <laughs> uh, one of my very first, uh, watercolor pieces. It, um, Let's just say it did not look like what it was supposed to look like. I don't even remember what it was originally supposed to look like, but I had to turn it into a manatee. Yes, because that was the only way I could save it. And um, actually, I still have it today. And I I find uh, great joy at looking at it. It just reminds me it was worth to continue going. And... Does it mean you can never throw away a piece of art? No, of course you can. You can crumple it up at any time and just say enough of that. I want to go down a completely different path. I mean, I want the whole goal is that I want you to have fun. If it becomes painful or irritating or frustrating, um, and you're getting really upset and your creative juices are just not flowing and it's just not working, maybe it's time to step away. Step away, take a breather before you throw it out and look at it another day. Uh, sometimes things transform before your eyes when you look at them another day. Um, Uh, so many times I look back at, uh, pencil drawings or watercolor drawings that I've done and I'm like, Oh, that just needs a little something there. And I keep adding to it and adding to it and, uh, you can take it to new levels. And, and sometimes the day is just not the day, you know, and you have to, you just let it go and let it sit and let it rest. Let your brain, your mind and your creativity and your imagination just settle in and come back another day. You'll be a a new, fresh spirit. Um, So those are just some fun ideas that you can play with when you're thinking about sitting down to decorate a journal page. Really, each one is its own canvas, and um, it's almost like um, a piece of art or a painting or a, it could be a notepad, it could be just something tucked into a pocket, and, you know, it could have flips, it could have, there's just a million and one ideas. And if you're looking for ideas, a great place to go is uh, my Facebook group. I have a the Paper Outpost Facebook group. Um, go on over there if you need some inspiration. Um, We do weekly and monthly challenges over there, and people also post what they do from the videos that I do, and it's just like, oh wow, I never thought of that, or I never thought of even taking it that way, or look what this person did, that is so beautiful. Look at the colors they chose, look what direction they went down, look at the supplies they must have had on hand and how they utilized those for something more beautiful. And I think that is the most exciting thing when you can see um, people's imaginations ticking right in front of your eyes, it's, it's great. And thank you so much for everybody who's sharing. And you're also welcome to just come on along and lurk away. Um, you don't have to post, you can just, just kind of peruse and read and, and read comments and, and um Um, post uh, or if you're not posting pictures just just enjoy yourself or just comment you know just comment on other people's stuff tell them what you liked where you thought it was a um, brave of them or you liked something how they they did it Um, there's always um, some place or way to be inspired and um, I welcome you to go explore that for yourself so without further ado I do have some ephemera bundles all created and ready to go um, uh, for you if you're interested in those. They are beautiful, created, um, uh, collected, old papers that I have had over many years, um, uh, ledgers from old uh, registers and and, uh, um, like general stores and uh, all sorts of different things, Um, uh, police, uh, firemen, log books. Uh, tea cards, postcards, all sorts of different things, and also some hand-dyed paper that I made and some other interesting papers that I thought you might find. Just fun to play with in your junk journals. So, without much further ado... My videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. My podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have an Amazon store. If you're looking for any of my favorite tools and supplies that you may have seen me use in my videos, um, you'll be able to find links for all of those there. And I also put some links below the videos for the things that I use in that video. I'm trying to do more of that. So they're easier to find for you. And, um, uh, also, um, um, uh, Oh, I have a free monthly email newsletter. So if, if you'd like to get that, you get a free digital image along with a note from the bookmaker ma- that explains what a junk journal is. And a, a list of junk journal supplies that you can keep your eyes open for As Plus junk journal tips and updates from me. So I hope you're having fun out there. Everybody take care. Have a blast. Uh, go let your imagination run wild. Have some fun. Play with some new things. Think about the design concepts and, you know, the focal points and um, the power of three and the three layers and uh, uh, whether you're going to use all neutrals or you're going to color it up and jazz it up. And remember, if you don't like it, see where you can take it. I would love to hear from you. So everybody have an awesome day today. Happy crafting. Bye bye.